0: from the ESG Waterfall Factory. It's yet another Monday edition of Business Pants where I get to say the words Elon Musk once again, joined as always by nobody, just as Mother Nature always truly intended. In today's ESG headband called March 6th, 2023, Sexy Story Update and a Walgreens Deep Dive. Before we get to our main story, let's run over a bunch of the ESG-related news headlines over the past few days. Gender Pay Gap could cost the world economy $7 trillion. Closing the gender gap in labor force participation and the gender gap in management in OECD countries can raise global economic activity by approximately 7%, or about $7 trillion in today's dollars, according to a report written by Moody's Analytics World Bank said gender biases and inequalities that have placed women in low-wage occupations contribute to the gender-wage gap. Second Norfolk Southern train derails in Ohio. That's right. This incident comes about a month after East Palestine crash. And Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw skips Second town hall after Ohio Toxic Train Derailment. There you go. CEO Alan Shaw. Remember that name. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw skips his second town hall. How about this one? Boeing CEO David Calhoun, favorite here on this show, Business Pants. He just missed out on a seven million dollar bonus, but he's still Still got a raise. Really? Seriously. Even without the $7 million bonus, Calhoun's total compensation package went up $1.4 million to twenty two point five in 2022. Think about it. Didn't even hit all of the targets needed to earn this huge bonus, and he still gets a raise. So I ask you and everyone else out there, what's the point? What is the point? of these CEO pay packages. What the hell is going on? REI workers in Cleveland vote to join the retail, wholesale, and department store union. A Twitter engineer says at least two bodyguards accompany Elon Musk around Twitter headquarters even to the bathroom. The engineer said the bodyguards are tall and bulky. ExxonMobil is accused of failing to protect workers after five nooses. That's right. Five nooses were found at its Louisiana chemical plant. According to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission who filed a suit, ExxonMobil did not protect workers from racial discrimination. Facebook and Google are handing over user data to help police prosecute abortion seekers. One legal expert said platforms may cooperate with police even if they're not legally required to. It's worth pointing out that both Facebook and Google are essentially dictatorships. Facebook led by one man, Mark Zuckerberg, Google led by two men, Sergey Brin and Larry Page. And that brings us to our last story, which we'll go deeper on today. Calls to boycott Walgreens grow as pharmacy confirms it will not sell abortion pills in 20 states, including some where it remains legal. So let's get into it. Let's discuss the headlines. Last month. 20 Republican attorneys general told Walgreens it could face legal action if it sold abortion pills in some states. A Walgreens spokesperson confirmed it will not distribute the abortion pill Mifepristone in any of those states. That group includes Alaska, Iowa, Kansas, and Montana, where the procedure and medications for abortions are largely still legal. Walgreens, 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 Walgreens. The FDA announced in January that retail pharmacies would be allowed to distribute the pills to those with the prescription. The pills previously were only accessible through doctors or mail-order pharmacies. At the time, Walgreens told reporters that it was working to become FDA-certified to sell abortion pills in the states where they are legal. Walgreens also confirmed that it still intends to become an FDA-certified seller of the pills and will distribute the pills only in those jurisdictions where it is legal and operationally feasible. Hmm. It's that last part that's troubling to me, operationally feasible. This sounds like a political dive to me. CVS, Rite Aid, and other major pharmacies have not yet commented on whether they'll be providing abortion pills in states that signed the letter. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker plans to meet with Walgreens CEO Roz Brewer about the decision. This was due to occur on Friday afternoon. There have been no reports about how that meeting went and what they talked about. J.B. Pritzker, the governor, tweeted, Women across the nation will be denied their right to access health care they are legally entitled to because of this awful corporate decision. Walgreens must rethink this policy to all the other pharmacy providers. We will stand with you so you can provide this life-saving care. A reminder to who J.B. Pritzker is. He's an American, not only is he the governor of Illinois, he's an American billionaire businessman. He's a member of the wealthy Pritzker family, which owns the worldwide hotel chain Hyatt. The Pritzkers are based in Chicago, We talk a lot about the family involved with the Chicago Business Mafia. Recently on the show, we discussed his sister, Penny Pritzker, who sits on the board at Microsoft. So let's talk a little bit about Walgreens. This is Walgreens Boots Alliance. And what led me to cover this story today is not only my general outrage But the peculiar fact that Walgreens is one of the few Fortune 500 companies that is led by a woman, right? Which completely blows up our narrative, hand over the leadership to all women, and let's get this society on track. Of course, this uh, dishearteningly defies the logic there. But does it really? This is what I wanted to look into. How much power does Rosalind Brewer really have at Walgreens? So here's what I found. At Walgreens, the executive chair and largest shareholder and former CEO is a man named Stefano Piscina. Let me tell you who Stefano Piscina is. In 1977 he took over his family's pharmaceutical wholesaler, later renamed Alliance, okay? So he owned Alliance. Remember the name, Walgreens Boots Alliance. So Walgreens current executive chair and largest shareholder Stefano Piscina. Family owned Alliance in 2006, they merged with Boots Group. Okay, and in 2007, Stefano Piscina took Alliance Boots private in a 22 billion dollar deal. And then in 2014, Walgreens bought Alliance Boots, right? The entity controlled by Stefano Piscina creating the new entity we know today called Walgreens Boots Alliance. So effectively, Walgreens executive chair and its largest shareholder currently at 17% of shares. Effectively, he's one of the founders of Walgreens Boots Alliance. He's not technically a founder, but he's a founder of two thirds of the entity. So this is a big deal. And here's another side note, which is completely bizarre to me. I've never seen this before. Executive chair at Walgreens Boots Alliance, Stefano Piscina, is married to the company's COO, to the company's chief operating officer, Ornella Barra. I've never seen this before. The chair of the board of this company is married to one of the top five named executive officers at the company. And how about this? In their official bios on the Walgreens website, neither the bio of Stefano Piscina or Ornella Barra mentions this relationship. They do not mention that they are married to each other, okay? Some other bits and pieces about Stefano. In 2018, he said that Walgreens wants to be seen as a healthcare company, okay? Not just a retailer. So this is a concerning thought, right? A healthcare company not giving access to abortion pills to women, even in states where it is still legal. A healthcare company, think about that. I also found something that in 2015, the Labour Party in the UK, which is essentially a left-wing party, launched a stinging attack on Stefano Piscina after he accused them of promoting catastrophic policies. So there's some evidence that the man who lives in Monte Carlo with his wife, who is also the chief operating officer at the company at which he chairs and effectively controls, is potentially a conservative so this started to make me understand Walgreens a bit more, okay? And let me tell you something else, full disclosure. I went into our data, board saber matrix data, only available here at FreeFlow. And at first, I saw what ended up being a data error, a data error provided to us by one of our data suppliers. We have three major suppliers of ESG data here at FreeFlow one of them screwed up Stefano Piscina's shareholdings, So it screwed up our data. Here's what I initially saw. I saw a company that had board-level female influence of 63%, right? What that means is that the women on the board of Walgreens ostensibly held 63% of all the influence on the board. This, if it were true, is a very high number in the Fortune 500. And this is where I really started to scratch the dandruff out of my head. I was just, I couldn't get over it. How the hell is a company led by women? And again, I I realized that I can't immediately assume that all women, not all female executives are necessarily activists for pro-choice. I can't immediately assume that. So forgive me for making that assumption. But again, I, I was floored by this. So that's why I decided to dig in to make sure that our data was accurate. And in fact, it's not accurate. We discovered the data error from our supplier. We re-ran the numbers. And as my intuition told me, based on the biography of what I just told you about Stefano Piscina, again, the largest shareholder at Walgreens, the executive chair, the founder of Boots & Alliance, married to the COO, He actually has, after we re-ran the numbers, 64% of the total influence at Walgreens. CEO Rosalind Brewer, she only has 10%. Okay? This is Stefano Pesina's company. He controls the influence on the board. Not only that, but he's also, again married to one of the day-to-day operations leading executives. So I'd be hard-pressed to tell you that anyone else made this decision other than Stefano Pacino. Why did he make this decision? I don't know. Again, I don't know enough about the man. I don't know enough about the politics here. More will come out about this story. But I just wanted to be clear that this is not, in fact, a female-led company. Like, it appears to be on paper- The board is controlled by Stefano Piscina. The five women on the board only control 30% of the influence. Stefano himself controls more than double that influence. And if you want to know more about this data, or if you even want to buy this data, please reach out to us at FreeFlow and we'll walk you through it. I'm happy to walk you through it for free, really. So just get in touch with us. So this leads me to my last point. Is this situation at Walgreens Boots Alliance, is this a classic boomerang CEO position? We have seen in the news recently, high profile incidents of CEO who get caught up in negative PR swirls, think Bob Chapik at Disney, These CEOs who have hold very little influence, according to our data, Bob Iger had a gigantic amount of influence on the Disney board, leaving a power vacuum that Bob Chapek could not fill. They got rid of Bob Chapek. Bob Iger stepped back in. This is the same scenario here at Walgreens Boots Alliance. I wonder if Roz Brewer is not able to manage the political storm that is coming from this decision I wonder if Walgreens Boots Alliance won't be the next company for a boomerang CEO. The boomerang, of course, being Stefano Pesina, who is uh, a former CEO and would step back into the role. The only problem here is that Stefano happens to be 81 years old, which is quite old for a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. But what about his wife, Ornella Barra? She's only 69 years old. She's the COO. Could she be the next CEO at Walgreens Boots Alliance? Or will the company fulfill one of our other CEO prophecies and hire maybe a Southeast Asian CEO to come in and quiet down the storm? Lots of questions there at Walgreens Boots Alliance. I'm a very unhappy customer of Walgreens today, already rethinking where to relocate my uh, pharmacy business That's it. That's enough. That's a lot. Monday, March 6th, 2023, those are the headlines. That's the deep dive. This is business pants. I could thank all the people back in our home office, Jesse, Ari, Matt. I don't think I'm going to. I'm not going to thank them. Instead, I'm going to tell you that you should buy 25,000 AI bots and get them to download our show 24 seven 365 so that we can artificially boost our numbers thank you tomorrow on the show we will have the business pants corporate theater wednesday matt will be back we'll do all things woke data all things esg woke data for our woke data wednesday show i will talk to you then